Joe Biden has the strangest tweet out. It's strange. It's it's odd. It's I want to know if this has been said anywhere. It's it it is a new wrinkle in the concept of education in America and of course the idea of pushing for free college and forgiving student loan debt, which I oppose. I am not interested in forgiving anyone's student loan debt because I did not get a say in what they majored in. If you majored in gender studies, not only do I think you have to pay back the entire loan, but you shouldn't be allowed any discounts at all. You should have to pay it back and extra for annoying the rest of us. That's the value of a gender studies degree. Uh, Let me say it differently. There is no value in a gender studies degree. You're allowed to get one. But there's no value in it. There's nothing you offer any workplace with a gender studies degree. You're actually an impediment to growth. That's how much, on a very personal and visceral level, I'm disgusted by the concept. Actually disgusted by the idea of somebody getting a gender studies degree. Now, I don't get to stop you, of course. I'm allowed to think it's ridiculous. If you have a gender studies degree, chances are I'm not hiring you because you have not shown a skill set that is worthy of the group that I'm creating. And that starts with you picked the, the one degree that guarantees that I have to question your judgment on everything. Everything. That's what I think of a gender studies degree. That's how ridiculous I consider it. But if, if you get a gender studies degree, I don't want to pay for your college at all. I'm not interested in paying it. Now, if you get a degree in engineering, well, I, I guess we can have a conversation. But still, I didn't get to have a say in it, so I don't want to pay. I'm only paying for college degrees where I get a say in what happens. I'll pay for my kids. And that's it. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. No, here, here's where it is. Joe Biden putting out on Twitter, I have never heard this before in my life. Harris-Biden administration. You have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. Got hairy legs that turn that 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 turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go. You know the you know the thing. Say it ain't so, Joe. On Twitter, President of the United States Joseph Robinette Biden. The fact is. 12 years of education is no longer enough to compete in the 21st century. That's why my Build Back Better agenda will guarantee four additional years of public education for every person in America, two years of preschool, and two years of free community college. The phone number, 833-468-8669, 833-GOT-TONY. What the hell is he talking about? First, note what he's saying here. Two years of free community college, that's not in lieu of two years of a public or a private institution. That's in addition. He 
he still wants you to give all of that money to those colleges. Now, I will tell you that I used to be somebody who says that you know, there's no need for a college degree. I have moderated that position to be just a little more focused. There is no reason for a vast number of Americans to get a college degree. There are reasons to get a college degree. And this is different than whether or not it pays to get any level of secondary education or higher education. But we have seen that Google has classes that would allow you to get a certificate that will guarantee you a job somewhere in coding or in other things. There are plenty of apprenticeships and internships that I support. Lots of working with your hands that I'm down with. And I am a believer in community college as a way of reducing the costs to a four-year university. Now we're giving away two years of free community college and we're still going to push the four-year university? What kind of love affair, this, this sick, twisted relationship, does the political left have with colleges? If I were president of the United States, the first thing I would do was eliminate student visas. No, sorry, uh, uh, people from China, you cannot come to the United States to study. No. I know, colleges get that full tuition, and, and they love it. Uh, you'll have to figure it out. You might actually have to compete for dollars. Don't want to hear about your problems. Don't care. It's a national security issue. The answer is no. But never, maybe, maybe never mind that. 12 years of education is no longer enough to compete in the 21st century? Have you ever heard that before? Is this a new talking point that I, 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 I don't understand? Is this the new thing? Well, we need more education. This is not me being anti-education. This is asking the question, well, how come 12 years is no longer enough? Why, why not? Maybe the issue isn't the length of time. It's how the kids are educated and what they're educated with. Maybe after all these years of a progressive education, we have figured out that it has failed. And the answer is not, well, give them more of it. The answer is change it up. The answer is don't teach boys the way you teach girls. They learn different. They do, by the way. I'm actually a believer that we should teach people the way they learn. To the best of our ability. But we shouldn't push the idea that, for example, black children can't learn analytically. Oh, they don't think in analytics, they think in context. Well, look, I'm not going to be around that kind of racism, so you figure it out. Because I'm pretty sure that Ben Carson has got it analytically when he's trying to figure out how to divide the two hemispheres of the brain. What are you talking about? But this is what gets pushed. This is what gets pushed from the, uh, uh, the, 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 the critical race uh, theorists and, and the people who want to push. Hey, see, this is the real difference. The, no, 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 no. You, you don't have anything there. Now, some people uh, do better hearing things, and some people do better writing things down or reading things. Right, that that much is 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 true. But the idea that a black child cannot learn analytically is is so. I want. I, I, I'm going to just stick my arm out like I've won the Heisman, and not allow that near me. Like a Marshawn with a stiff arm, just gonna just gonna push that one to the side. 12 years of an education is no longer enough. On Twitter, 
Chuck says the Amish do it in six years. I I, I don't know if that's true, but not all of us were, you know, are, are born being able to build a barn. We should be clear that an Amish education is not so much the education that prepares a society for a future dealing with China and technological leaps. This is not me insulting the Amish. This is a recognition of fact. But I want to go back to this. I want to know if anybody's ever heard this before, because this is all brand new to me. This came out, I guess this came out yesterday. The fact is 12 years of education is no longer enough to compete in the 21st century. Now this is all I'm going to hear, right? This is going to be the whole talking point. This is going to be every single leftist news commentary for the next year. We need more than 12 years. It's, we, we, have, we have to keep up. So now you need 14 years, 15 years, 16 years. Why can't we just get a little tiger mom? I mean, if it's all about competing with China, let's get into it. Let's make some damn demands. How about this as a demand? No, students, you don't get to walk out of class and protest whatever the nonsense thing you want to protest this week. You keep your butts in your seats and learn math. And if you don't, we throw you out. You don't get a high school degree. And without a high school degree, we don't allow you any benefits. You can't get welfare without a high school degree. That's, by the way, been my plan for years. There are some people who you really have to help, and I want to help those people. But the, the, the uh, capable, the able, who don't get a high school degree, no welfare. No social services. You watch how many kids show up for class every single day and don't say a damn word. All I'm trying to do is solve problems in America. And they don't listen to me, which is sad because I got this covered. Get Tiger Mom and demand action. You can do it in 12 years. Now, maybe there's a mathematics. Maybe there's some kind of study that's been done. Maybe there's been a look at how we view education and you want more than 12 years. So you need more than 12 years. I'm willing to look at it. My argument is I never heard it before. Now, just because I never heard it before doesn't mean that it isn't out there. What I'm saying is I look at this and say this is clearly and obviously a new talking point to be able to push their idea of free community college but his free community college doesn't even supplant a four-year education afterwards that's the part that blows my mind i think he made it up i think it's just talking points and i think it's there solely and exclusively to allow him to push uh, his his quote-unquote agenda for a better America. If you're a teacher, how excited are you? Ah, I see, look, we need more education, we need more teachers, we're going to need to add this, we're going to need to increase the union here. Oh, that's going to be more union dues up, we're going to be able to do donate to more Democrats. It's, it's, as if, it's as if he doesn't think we see him. We, we see you. We're, 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 we're fully aware of, of, of the kind of person you are and the kind of administration that you run. If somebody has some info on this, 
Tony at TonyCats.com. Email it to me. I want to know who's discussing the idea that 12 years isn't enough. I think the question is, what are we doing in those 12 years? What are we demanding? Because that certainly seems to be not enough. I'm Tony Katz. So we're going to get more information over the next few days about what's going on in Haiti. Four suspects killed, two others arrested. This is the assassination of the Haitian president. Assassinated in his own home is one of the bits of reporting went. There was a conversation about whether or not the those involved were dressed as DEA agents. But you have Haitian officials saying help absolutely positively came from the inside. 100% came from the inside. There's not even a question. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Uh, What happens next? I don't know. I think one of the more interesting conversations I saw was the idea of whether or not American troops could end up in Haiti. Wouldn't be the first time I oppose this vehemently. Will United Nations troops end up in Haiti? That's very, very possible. Haiti is what we call in in the business a mess. A huge, huge mess. That's that's not changing any time soon. But this, this story is still kind of unfolding, and I want some more information. I'll bring you more when I've got it. Here was the official no surprise story. This is, is from uh, the, the Washington uh, Free Beacon, and it, it's about the number of pro-life bills that states have put forth. So in 2011, there were 89 bills dealing with abortion that went through state houses, 90 in 2021. Now, some people think that this is because the Supreme Court may be actually looking at some possible changes. You've got um, you, you've got the Supreme Court taking a look at a series of things, and people worry, oh, you're going to get rid of, of Roe v. Wade. Well, that's going to end abortion in America. No, it won't. So we're clear, Roe v. Wade does not end abortion in America. The removal, the repealing of Roe v. Wade, if you will, simply allows for what should be allowed, abortion to be a state's rights issue. And then states can make decisions. Roe v. Wade takes the power away from the states. It usurps the authority of the states as I see it. And so one of the reasons I believe in it being overturned is because states have rights. States have rights. And they should be the ones who make this call. And other states can make different calls. But there have been heartbeat bills. Um, You have Idaho, Oklahoma, South Carolina, and Texas passing those. They ban abortion after six weeks. Uh, Montana bans abortion after 20 weeks. People looked at the the pro-lifers and called them crazy 
and called them nuts and called them uh, uh, Bible thumpers and Jesus freaks and, and all sorts of things. Insulted them, mocked them, ridiculed them, physically attacked them. Don't you get that these people are serious people? They believe. Do you really think that they are turned away by your radicalness, or I shouldn't say yours, by the radicalness of the political left and by the violence of the the Antifa types? No. They've read their Bible cover to cover, and then they read it again. And they know that they may have to do a little suffering in order to save. You... Un, to, to, to not understand that this is about real belief. This is why so many on the political left missed the mark thinking that you can ridicule these people into stopping. No, you can't. Why? Because they have real belief. So they keep moving forward. What they have learned to do is say, screw it, throw caution to the wind, try it. Try that bill. Try that bill. Oh, a judge says no. Oh, another judge stops it. Oh, the Supreme Court says this. Try another one. Just keep throwing them out there. We're going to get something that sticks, and then we're going to build on that. They've learned the concept of incrementalism. Go for everything, get something, then go for everything again. And get something. And that's how you build. That's how the left does it. They've learned. They're not stopping. That's why you're seeing it. That's why you're seeing it everywhere. Now, I would like to see the Supreme Court take it up and recognize the failure of the court on Roe v. Wade and then overturn it, making it a state's rights issue. You're going to have legal abortion in Illinois and in Minnesota and in Massachusetts and in New York and in California. It's never going to go away. Other places aren't going to allow it. And a whole new conversation will begin. But it's a conversation we should be having. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today. John Kerry, he's our climate czar. Don't you know? I always hated the, the word czar. We've got a drug czar and this, the It's, it's czar. Very un-American way to think about things. But he wants you to know if you're going to fight climate change, you're going to have to spend some ducats. The problem is you have to be honest about the fact we're just not moving fast enough. And so we've got to come together with the same mentality with which we have fought wars. I mean, you've got to spend what you need to spend. You've got to do what you need to do. You have to do it as fast as you can. He's ridiculous. Of course he's ridiculous. It's John Kerry. He doesn't even know what he's fighting. When you say you need to spend to fight climate change... When do you know you spent enough? When do you know that you've spent enough time spending enough? When does it stop? Now, you cannot answer that for me because as a good ideologue, you have created a world around something that has no end. That way, it's perpetual. Right? The, you, you, you create something that can always be in vogue. Isn't this the idea of, of the, the permanent revolution? 
Isn't it the same mathematics, that Marxism uh, concept? You have to keep finding ways for things to be wrong so you can make them right, so you can continue the exploitation of others. I mean, what else is communism except the exploitation of others? Only capitalism allows people to live their lives the way they see fit to the moment of their happiness without the concept of acceptance. You can't do that in a socialist or communist society. Communism exploits everyone. Communist exploits even those people who have no interest in exploiting anyone. By nature, by definition, it must because of the fear that it creates. Capitalism has people engaging in contract of their own free will. That is not exploitative, no matter how much the pseudo-intellectuals engage in that kind of circular masturbatory fantasy about it. But they're out there constantly and consistently, never-ending with radical, radical claims. I, I, I support capitalism. It's, it's, it's the right thing to do. I support parents who want to speak out for their children and defend their children and support their children. But something new has happened to these parents. These parents have now been told that if you speak out against critical race theory, if you have an issue with what's going on in the schools, Joy Reid and MSNBC are telling you that you are nothing more than part of QAnon. But we begin the readout tonight with the insidious underbelly of the GQP culture war. Right now, in the summer before the next round of elections. GQP. QAnon was this, I don't even know what it was. It was a, it was a theory, it was a cult, it was a... A group, a group of people believing any level of nonsense about uh, Trump. It, w- it was, uh, what would you call them? A propaganda outfit or nonsense? Conspiracy theory from beginning to end about Trump and about the presidency and, and a whole series of things. But of course the political left grabbed onto it in a way that is irrational because it helped them move a message of hate against republicans now joy reed is using it for hate against those who stand up to critical race theory okay the common denominator is an attempt to reverse something joe biden pulled off last year According to Pew Research Center analysis, in addition to overwhelmingly winning voters of color, Biden ate into the ex-president's support among white voters, particularly white suburban voters, reducing Trump's 2016 margin by 12 percent. So the goal now is to terrify those white voters into voting for a party that is offering nothing on policy, zip, zero, nothing. By zeroing in on the amygdala of white suburbanites and scaring the hell out of them. That black Americans are conspiring to pollute their precious children's minds with dangerous knowledge and then turn them into woke future Democrats. And in the wake of the disgraced, twice impeached president's defeat, that hysteria over the perceived encroachment of race conscious education is being exploited by another insidious force. Followers of QAnon, who are now using the battle cry to race conscious education in case you wanted to know what the new buzzwords were buzzy mcbuzzword race conscious education 
It's no longer critical race theory because they've been exposed. Of course, critical race theory is being taught in schools. Of course, we are fully aware of this. You want the proof? Allow me to walk you down this primrose path. And this path involves the American Federation of Teachers, which has been flat out lying to everyone about what it is they believe. Let's start with the head of the organization, Randy Weingarten, talking about how the union will protect teachers who teach true history. Mark my words, our union will defend any member who gets in trouble for teaching honest history. We have a legal defense fund ready to go, and we are preparing for litigation as we speak. Honest history? Does, does she think that she's engaged at any level of honesty when we talk about critical race theory? They want to spin this as somehow it means we're not allowed to teach uh, about racism. We're not allowed to teach about slavery. Of course, none of those things are true. And parents know this. And parents of all stripes know this. Black parents know this. And Asian parents know this. And Hispanic parents know this. And white parents know this. They are fully aware. Yet they're told that if they somehow oppose critical race theory, that they are bigots. So Randy Weingarten just said that the union will protect these people, that the union will step out of its way to ensure that the money is there to protect these people. As a matter of fact, they have put millions more dollars into legal defense funds. Now, the problem is they also want to tell you that critical race theory is not taught in schools. You've heard this before. Oh, no, that, that's on the college level. Oh, you silly child. We don't teach this in the schools. Yet here is the treasurer of the American Federation of Teachers. What teachers have been doing is simply doing what they always do. They create magic in our classrooms. They give our students the opportunity to understand the full breadth and depth of the American society. And that is uh, about the inception of this country. That's about our constitution. That's about slavery. That's about Jim Crow laws. It's about the beautiful inventions that we've had. And it spans across the diaspora. And it spans across any demographic kind of uh, uh, divide that we may have. Now understand, that is from the organization that says they don't teach critical race theory. How do I know this? Because I have the tweet from Randy Weingarten who just put millions of dollars into their legal defense fund and said that she's going to protect teachers. That, that, that's, that's what she said. The tweet from Randy Weingarten is that critical race theory is not taught in schools. It's not taught in K-12 through schools. The rights culture warriors are labeling any discussion of race, racism, or discrimination as such to try to make it toxic. They're bullying teachers to try and keep them from teaching the truth. Now, this idea of bullying teachers is the newest buzzword, and I'll get into what that means in just a moment. But you just told me that it's not taught. But here's how the teachers union put out the tweet about that man right there speaking on TV. 
Watch the AFT Secretary Treasurer on Good Morning America about how teaching critical race theory allows educators to give our students the opportunity to understand the full breadth and depth of American society. Well, you'll, 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 you'll forgive me. The head of the union just said that it's not being taught. And here is the union bragging about how it's being taught. No one can believe Randy Weingarten. No one at all. But now, back to this bullying thing. Listen for yourself. I don't care when the right wing goes after me. You know, we're big girls. This is part of the territory. I am really concerned when I see the bullying of teachers in classrooms. And that's part of what I um, am offended by. Go after me. Don't go after classroom teachers who have spent their life this year trying to help kids. And Let's be clear. Uh, you, you have plenty of teachers who have done good work. You have parents who have been trying to help their kids. And now you have parents paying attention to what's going on in the classroom, and you have now labeled it as bullying. So all of those black parents and all of those Asian parents and all of those Hispanic parents and all of those white parents who don't want critical race theory in the classroom and are showing up at school board meetings, they're bullies? This is what the teachers union thinks of you because you are having some kind of uppity moment where you think you're in charge. Teachers believe that they are in charge. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't good teachers. And I really should say it differently. I should say the unions. They don't believe that parents are in charge. They don't believe that parents should have a say. Only they know what's best for your kid. It's funny, when it comes to policing, we need civilians on those police boards. When it comes to policing, we need massive amounts of oversight. When it comes to policing, we need more people getting in there and dictating what cops can do. But teachers, oh, well, parents can't have a say about what teachers do. They're not experts. I put forth to you that Randy Weingarten's not an expert. She's a liar. Caught in a lie. As clear as day. It's not even a debate. But instead, they get called, parents get called bullies. And then you have people like Joy Reid claiming that uh, parents are, are, are the problem. She has on this guest, Ben Collins, national reporter for NBC. Parents even have the audacity to try and get on school boards, which is totally a QAnon thing. And that happens, by the way, vice versa. Some people are there to talk about critical race theory. And then they end up really angry about masks. And what we've seen recently is QAnon followers as well going to these meetings, seeing this big public spectacle. Some of these things are on YouTube, so they can go up there and give these big speeches about the cabal or something. And they can say, hey, we need to rile people up. We need to get people uh, ready to take over these school boards over the next year. They'll post that, by the way, on their Instagram later on. But that's the point. Um, they are using Michael Flynn's rallying cry to... Uh, you know, take over the school boards, run for school board, run for public office, he said. He said, we need to get involved in the education of our children. And right now on the top of the biggest QAnon message board, that's what you'll see. You'll see that quote from Mike Flynn saying run for school board. Yeah. Making the argument that if you run for school board, you're just the same as QAnon is criminally insane. I'm here to tell you, run for school board, get on the school board.
Change the way they operate. Change the way they work. Demand better and demand better and demand better day in and day out. Of course you should. QAnon says it, so therefore, oh my gosh, now oh, you want to be on school board. You're one of those, are you? No, they don't want you to have a say. I say have a say. Very important to have a say. Now, speaking of having a say, big media ignoring President Trump's big speeches, and Newsmax is the only major cable network carrying Trump rallies live. This coming Sunday, President Trump's going to be at CPAC, and Newsmax is going to air it live. And watch it, and the great weekend shows on Newsmax with Dick Morris and Sebastian Gorka, Greg Kelly, Mike Huckabee, and many more. And find Newsmax on all the major cable systems, Xfinity, Spectrum, Uverse, Mediacom, DirecTV, Dish, AT&T. Check your channel guide. And if your cable company doesn't carry Newsmax, call them. Demand you get Newsmax or you will switch, and you can download the free Newsmax app on your phone. I watch Newsmax, and of course, I appear on Newsmax. And sign up for Newsmax's Trump list. Get the time for Trump's Sunday CPAC speech and breaking Trump news. That's Remind, R-E-M-I-N-D. Text that word to 39747. That's Remind to 39747. Trump's big announcement coming soon. So text Remind to 39747 and watch Newsmax today. Jake Tapper's show on CNN has lost 75% of its audience since January. Second quarter, down 49% compared to the first quarter. Is it because Jake Tapper's a bad host? Yes. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. All right, I have personal animus towards Jake Tapper. That much is true. I, I, I don't shy away from that. Disgusted by the guy. And specifically, his treatment of me having to do with Twitter and having to do with not even asking a question, just deciding, hey, let's go be woke and, 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 and pile on. Not what a news guy should be doing. He wants to be seen as a serious news guy. He doesn't play himself as a serious news guy. But all these uh, news agencies, quote-unquote news agencies, have gone down in a massive way. Maybe things really aren't as exciting without Donald Trump around. I mean, that, that's, that, 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 that's very possible. But it could have something to do with the fact that the people, they, they, they don't want to be lied to. They're tired of the nonsense stories. They're tired of the the constant narrative as opposed to fact game they want better they deserve better they they're they're demanding better i don't think they're wrong and when you see this in the numbers time and time and time again don't you don't you come to a place where you're like hey maybe we should Maybe we should listen to them? Don't they ever learn their lesson? As long as the check keeps coming in, maybe they don't. Meanwhile, Tucker Carlson said the NSA was spying on him. Was he right? And should we be spying on teachers? Those stories coming up. This is Tony Katz today.